Hello, welcome to Gank, Gank That, that Drank, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is season one, episode five, Home and Asylum. Of course, in every episode of Gank That Drank, we assign ourselves each two drinking game rules as we play along with two episodes of the Cuckoo Bananas crazy good television show, Supernatural. After we watch and play, we will discuss both episodes, while most definitely tipsy, and we will evaluate the rules we played in our quest to curate for you the perfect Supernatural Season 1 drinking game. I am Nate... I am Chrissy, and today we actually have a guest in the studio. Uh, Heath Wilcock is a an improviser, comedian, author, and all-around great guy. He performs at NCT Phoenix, and he's joining us today for Gank. Hello, Heath. Hello. Glad to be here. Will you tell us a little bit about um, your Supernatural watch history? So you have participated with us in uh, something we haven't yet talked about on the podcast, which is that through our comedy theater and Phoenix Comic-Con, we do something we call the mashup, where we show an episode of a TV show or an old weird movie, and we provide new dialogue over the top of it. Um, One of our most popular outings of that, I guess, it has been Supernatural. We've been doing episodes of Supernatural for three or four years now we've done them at phoenix comic-con and phoenix comic-con fan fest i I think we've done five episodes at this point um so you have actually appeared with us in in those shows yeah played multiple uh different characters uh so my history with supernatural actually started from you chrissy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh you're the one that kind of you're welcome started yeah and uh thank you for that because it's actually really really fun there's something it's a different type of show, and it's really fun, and uh, how it's all contained in each episode and what they do, it's, I enjoy it. It's a fun, yeah, so I've enjoyed myself when uh, doing the mashup and getting to know more about the supernatural world, and its fan base is huge, too, yeah. So tonight we're watching Home, uh, which first aired November 15th, 2005, and uh, had four 4.21 million viewers, which is a step down for our guys so far. People didn't like this episode, I guess. Uh, and then Asylum, which aired November 22nd, 2005, 5.38 million viewers. So they, they got it back to where they wa- were when we last left them. Yeah, they, they, yeah interesting how the audiences kind of like fluctuate here yeah. early on. It's interesting. Uh, spoiler alert, we are going to be discussing the episodes in their entirety and certainly in no fit state to avoid spoilers. So please be prepared to hear all the grisly details of something you've had more than 12 years to watch. So we're going to talk about what rules we're playing and uh, where and what we're drinking. Um, I actually I brought in some new rules. I put some new rules in the bag this week from uh, BuddyTV.com's Supernatural drinking game. Uh, so we have those in the mix as well. And we also have decided to recirculate some favorites. So we may be playing some that we've already played, and we'll also be having a nice mix of, of new ones. Um, so tell us your first rule, Nate. My first rule is someone on the show is drinking. Uh, which I believe is an educating geeks rule mm-hmm. uh, from our educating geeks folks. Uh, I I believe I played this one in the past. I think you have, and and it it looks like it got six okay. in the past. So we'll see what happens this episode. Yeah, uh, I'm playing. My first rule is Dean says Sammy, take one drink. 
Um, who? That's <laughs> going to be a big one. And that was from BuddyTV.com. Heath, what is the first rule that you're playing tonight? Someone says, uh, "What the hell?" Take a drink. Take one drink. And that's a Buddy is, TV. That's a BuddyTV.com. And they, the rules that they made out, we'll we'll link to it. But they had a whole. It was all of Supernatural, not necessarily just season one. So I tried to keep it to the ones that I felt like would apply. But that's going to be a big one. I predict. Yeah, I have a feeling that one's going to be happening a lot. What's your second? My second name? one is take two drinks. If it just says Dean loves pie, and this is yeah. from Buddy TV, he uh. does love pie, and it's two drinks because it doesn't happen right. as frequently. You, if you, we'd be bad luck if we get a pie episode. Yeah, which you know, or good luck if we yeah. get a pie episode. Either <laughs> one. What is your second rule? Dean says, "Oh, I already read that one." <laughs> My second rule is. Sam does research, and this is from Buddy TV, and their recommendation is that you finish your drink when Sam does research. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take That's a every drink episode. when Sam does research. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they show it once or something, so I don't know. Their recommendation is finish your drink. We'll see how that goes. I don't know if I'm going to play it that way. Hmm. What's your second rule, Heath? Oh, right, right. Okay. Now I get what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sam and Dean uh, get away with something super illegal, so take one drink, take a sip, not even a a sip. Yeah, no, a sip because someone will be driving me home if that's the case. (laughs) We always are responsible on gank that drink. We drink and drive responsibly. Always Um, gank responsibly. Gank responsibly. and, and drank with fervor. Um, and then we're... All, oh, so, so that one we have played before, and it and it happened a lot. I believe that well, might be our most, like, the highest one we've ever had. I don't know. Last last episode where Sam gets shamed for going to college, that one hit, I think, ten times. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Nice. We're all playing the Dean rule. Dean ogles a woman. Everybody takes a drink. Oh, man. Oh, we're all playing that one. Okay. Okay. And are we still playing uh, Sammy or no? Uh, what are what were other the the Kripke Easter egg? Right, Kripke and Easter egg. Uh, anytime uh, Sam says, "Don't call me Sammy," we all shout Sammy right. and take a drink. Like he's Norm from Cheers. Yeah. So those are those are kind of our standing rules that we've had so far. But and and they've only happened the Kripke Easter egg. We haven't found one, even though I know they exist. We haven't found one yet. And Sammy has happened once. Right. Maybe twice. So. Yeah, so we sort of play those standard every time. We'll help you out. We'll walk you through it. Okay. Um, so what we're drinking, last episode, uh, Nate came up with a signature cocktail. We decided to switch off. Yes. Last week we did the Dean and Sammy, which was delicious. Yes. It was dark and stormy. It was dark and stormy and just renamed. So it was my job this week to come up with a cocktail. And so I, I believe it was recommended by TheBuddyTV.com. They had some, some cocktails that they recommended, and I was going to do one. It was called a uh, salt and fire and it was pretzel vodka and cinnamon schnapps. And I was like, okay, easy, simple. I'm terrible at mixing drinks and cocktails. I'm just not good at it. So cut to me walking around BevMo like a babe lost in the boozy woods. And, and there wasn't pretzel vodka. And, and the guy looked at me like I was insane when he like finally took pity and came to ask me if I needed any help I was like yeah I need pretzel vodka and he was just like you're dumb so I've pretzel's s- a food I feel like I've seen it before oh I definitely it exists 
Yeah, I've but they it. didn't have it at Bevmo. They had, I tell you, every other flavor of vodka. Well, nothing right. really salty or savory. And Everything that is was why sweet. we are sponsored by Total Wine and More. Total <laughs> Wine and More. We have pretzel vodka. I'm going to try them next time. So what I got instead, I got two options for us. Um, one is just peppermint vodka. I don't know why. I just, I got confused and frightened and that's what I bought. I thought it would be like a little bit like fiery. I don't know. I'll do better next time when it's my turn. But the thing that I did get that I'm excited about is Left Coast Brewing Co.'s Asylum Belgian Style Triple Ale. So we're watching Asylum. We're drinking Asylum. I am proud of myself. It was a giant fail, and I feel like I pulled it out. I feel like I, I turned it into a win. And it is an excellent excellent beer uh left coast always makes good stuff yeah and it's very alcohol heavy it's so. the abv is 11.8 yeah and you know okay so i'm gonna read i want to read the okay. description asylum is in the style of a belgian triple it has a beautiful golden color its relatively light body is deceiving for an ale of its character it has a sweet and spicy complex fruity aroma and flavor derived from our distinct belgian yeast strain Asylum finishes with a subtle, warming character to help you relax on any night. Any night. Asylum is exceptionally smooth, Belgian-style brew. Uh, Asylum is an exceptionally smooth, Belgian-style brew. Drinking great brew brings the world together. So that's the little message on the bottle from Left Coast Brewing Company, San Clemente, California. So that's what we're drinking. Those are the rules that we're playing. Heath, are you excited? Yeah, Very. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, we'll see let, you on the other side. Yes. Let's go get salted. <laughs> this is fun. I don't know. I'm trying out new phrases all the time. And we're back. Yeah. And we are decidedly soberer than we usually are. Sure. Because... <laughs> Because none of our drinking game rules happened. Like th- this didn't was... let that stop no. me though. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was a real fluke. It was. Yeah. It's probably odd. the worst. The worst one yet. Yeah. As far as how many times it got hit. Yep. Yep. Definitely was. And yet, so many of our other rules happened so many times. So we'll. So we'll talk about that. Um, we're gonna start with home. So. This is episode nine, and basically, Sammy has a vision of something scary happening in their childhood home in Lawrence, Kansas. So, in spite of Dean being reluctant, because he said he would never go back there, uh, the boys go to their home, and lo and behold, a single mom is living there with a little baby boy and a, you know, a school-aged daughter, and they are having ghost problems. Yes, a single mom with an amazing house and looking for a job. Yeah, lots of interesting things. They don't solve. They don't solve a lot of her mystery because she's like makes it clear that she's escaping a dark past, and yet they never tell us. They don't solve her income issue. Nope. Like, where is that coming from for that house? And they don't even really like it. Would you know? Always in haunted house movies, when like my lesson learned for this episode is going to be like fucking move. Just go. Oh, do anything. Okay, move. Move to a different house. Yeah, move away. But I, but I can't understand if you're a single mom, if she somehow did have, like, let's assume an inheritance or her husband died and it was dark. She got a windfall of money. She bought that house. Then she wouldn't necessarily be able to just move. She, like, sank sure. all her money in the house. So. Also, that would just, like, 
ruin the story. Yeah. And you have to you have to stay in the house for the story. You do. <laughs> you do. So they so they sort of go down a bit of a rabbit hole of like trying to find out more about dad and what dad was like when it happened and all this stuff. And then they meet Missouri Mosley, who is the a psychic who is who knows the tale because she helped John sort of sort through what the spirit was when mom died. Um, and she helps Sam and Dean uh, cleanse the house. Yeah. By putting uh, different like herbs in like the walls. Yeah. They make sort of a reverse hex bag and it's really adorable yeah. because the boys don't know what any of that stuff is. They're like, what's this? And she's like, oh, graveyard dirt and some oh, stuff. And it's oregano. Yeah. And just... they're like, oh, neat. And, you know, of course, yeah, we right. know 12 years later, they're going to be experts who just carry that shit around. No, know what to do. Right. Um, and then so they cleanse the house. But lo and behold, the spirit remains. Right. Sammy's dream comes true. And mom appears in her fiery spirit form. And she takes out the poltergeist. And they're all like, well, mom sacrificed her spirit to kill the poltergeist. And it's like, okay, but was she in the house the whole time? Like, how was mom's spirits there? I don't know. I'm there was confusion because, like, I wanted to know. Okay, so like the being of the mom, being like a fiery. Do I get, okay, there we go. The being of the mom, uh, fiery. But I kind of wanted to know, like, the poltergeist in a way. I was like, what is this? And I don't know. I just had some. Yeah, there was a lot questions. of unexplained things in this episode. She I, was, you know, she makes the comment about, uh, oh, we had to move here to get a fresh start. Uh, this would be the woman uh, who is living in the house. Yeah, the new mom. And yet we never get an explanation of, like, why. Like, Mm-mm. I feel like in other episodes where we get a similar thing that happens with a tertiary or just a once-off character. is Like, oh, I, you know, have this weird backstory. Then we get some sort of explanation on the right. backstory. And this was like, yeah, nope. nope. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely yeah, nothing. We don't learn about the poltergeist. We don't know. She does. Missouri tells us that paranormal beings are drawn to the house because it's because of the bad thing that happened there it's a wound it's a wound yeah that yeah. metaphor was gross was a strange gross she's metaphor. like you have to cleanse the wound Ugh. it was cre- it was creepy yeah yeah very confusing and then at the end we find out missouri is hiding dad what oh right yeah it's the first time we see yeah. dad yeah, yeah we right. see john for the first time and and she's like i don't understand how how sam can see you know the demon in that house and see you know this woman in trouble but can't sense you and part of me is like you're hiding him with your psychic powers that's yeah. why Duh. he can't see through your stuff i don't know but it it was there was some definitely like weird parts of this episode mm-hmm. but some good parts and like was, you get introduced to missouri missouri is fun yeah she's fun you this is where we first start really learning about sam's psychic stuff that's going to come in more heavy later um but i thought this episode was scary it was very scary yeah yeah and i was i was really surprised that there was no moments of humor no they really build the tension though like when the plumber is sticking his hand in the disposal and you and the monkey the little clapping monkey thing which by the way those are evil don't don't buy that well and this is also there were Three, four, maybe even more references to poltergeist in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, they reference the the woman in in poltergeist. I forget the character's name, but the character's name who comes and exercises the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the monkey bit is from poltergeist as well, because um, I think they're 
I don't know. I know there's toys. There's the toys. Yeah, there's the clown. But I think there is a bit with the monkey. monkey Yeah. Just don't buy that toy. That's a haunted, cursed, horrible toy. But okay, so here's what struck me though too is that like this mom character, in spite of like in addition to not having a, a real explanation of who or why or what she is, she also is a terrible mom because two men come to her door and just say, "We lived here once. Can we poke around?" She's a single mom at home with two kids. No, the answer is no. No, you may not come into my house. No, 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 no. A hundred times no. 2005 was a simpler time. And But then she lets him back in and she's like, all of her protestations are like shut down immediately. Even when they're like, get out of here so we can cleanse your house. She's like, I'm not comfortable with this. And they're like, just go, lady. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Bye. Just go see what movie would have been. Go see the first Iron Man (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. Like they're we'll like, go to a movie. It'll be we'll all be movie. done when you come we'll, back. Yeah, we'll take care of it. It's just like, yeah, like they're getting rid of like the bugs or something like fumigating. She, she makes bad choices. Um, there are. This is a man tears heavy episode. I yeah. believe that we get like a single man tear from both Dean and Sam. Yeah, when uh, Dean is on the phone, mm-hmm. and then at the end with Sam and with that part's the mom. So good. He's so good in that. He's good. Yeah, and then at the end, Sam with with mom, who with he's mom. never seen mom. He doesn't know what mom looked like because he was a baby. Right. Baby. And we're getting closer and closer to dad in this episode. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we get to see John for the first time since episode one in this episode. And but I also, mean, like, I thought very... that moment was so great. Like, it really choked me up when, when uh, Sam learns that Dean carried him out of the house. Yeah. He didn't know. And then he carries the kids out and he says to them the exact same thing that John said. He's, you know, take your brother, run as fast as you can. And I was just like, oh, I had a little man. T- I had a single man tear yeah. in that moment. There are some emotional parts and, and it is. When Dean is calling to, calling John, asking for help, we get this moment of, okay, this is the first time we've really seen Dean not know what to do, yeah. or Dean who's you know scared and he's been this total like cool, absolutely calm and collected guy up until this point, and now all of a sudden we get this kind of intimate moment with him by himself, calling Dad. John, just going like I I'm I'm totally he lost says, and confused. Yeah, and and I think you know obviously the connection with being at their old, old house and everything just got him frightened, and uh, so it's it's fun. You know, we're mm-hmm. what nine episodes in, yep. and we finally get to see some uh, some different variations of Dean, which we haven't seen really to this point. He's kind of been a constant. I've been dealing with Sammy's ups and downs. But not so much Dean. So I think that's kind of a cool moment. And he does make it a point to walk away from Sam so that Sam doesn't see those moments. You know, these boys have so much emotional trauma. Like, I just want to take them to like a family therapy session and just like make them hug it out. Um, But I'll tell you what does happen in this episode. Every other drinking game that we've ever played. Broken furniture. um, They open the trunk. uh, They demand tears. It's so many of our Their drinking journal. rules. That we, the journal, yeah. I only like. I only took like two sips. I know. Here's what didn't yeah, happen: any thing. of the rules right. that we played. Like, it was kind of yeah. crazy. So, what would your lesson learned be from home? Mine is well, obviously I'll, move. Yeah. Well, like obviously, like any sort of creepiness. Lesson learned: uh, be 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 open to uh, a, a a psychic, someone that can help. Yeah, don't not, swear not, in your head around a psychic. That's the one. Yeah, you try to go in blank. 
to probably just go in drunk, just have the weirdest thoughts. And like, your, it doesn't matter. Practice your occlumency. I don't want them knowing me. So how do you feel? I guess the poltergeist is our bad guy. The poltergeist is our bad guy. How are you feeling on, the, on that one? Why was Mary coming through the little girl's closet yeah. and scaring the beans out of her? Like, chill out, Mary Winchester. Yeah, there's... I don't know. If I was going to be... Well, if I was going to be like the mom, be like a nice spirit. Technically, you're supposed to be a nice spirit. Why are you on fire first? Mm-hmm. Why not just be like... I don't know. You could be showered with so many other things rather than fire. Just like, Light, just yeah. Cereal. Yeah, how come they never run into any like nice spirits or nice like demons that are like... Yeah. I'm oh, covered in cereal. Yeah, or like, I'm going to help you. Look, this is the perfect cookie recipe. <laughs> or like you get home and you're like, somebody reorganized my spice cabinet. What's <laughs> yeah. going on? Well, and then, you know, there's a creepy moment. I don't like the whole, the kid in the playpen and then like that, and then like open up the fridge. And also like, kid, come on, just grab the juice. Don't go in the fridge. Don't go in the fridge. Don't go in the fridge. Also, the again, juice. a single mom would not have a fridge that that's, em- that's that empty and clean. Like there's going to be... Lots of shit in there. So I say this is a must-watch episode, obviously. Yeah, you gotta oh, watch great. it. You got a lot of emotional stuff in our mythos. Which it's is a good monster of the week at the same time, because the poltergeist has nothing to do with anything else. Right. But they, but this has the lowest readings of any of the episodes mm-hmm. we've seen so far. What People are missing it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. oh, they worked in... And I, oh. they worked in good pop culture references in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they went with the title of Home, which is the title of the pretty much unanimously decided on most scary episode of X-Files. Yeah. Um, I think everyone who's ever watched the show agrees that Home is that the most terrifying episode of that show. Oh. Now, this had... Nothing to do with, you know, the plot from Home and X-Files or anything like that. No. But, but, but I feel like... you see that title, it gives you, you a little shudder. And I just go, ooh, no. I'm not well acquainted with X-Files. I need to be. Well, if you're going to watch an episode, three. see that one. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. It's absolutely... Frightening. It'll okay. haunt your dreams Good. forever. It it's still... Yeah. Um, okay. Um, okay. So, Asylum. So, Asylum is... Creepy. Episode you, 10. You, you just yeah. say Asylum and immediately I'm like, no, Scary. stay out of it. Yeah. Uh, so Asylums are creepy. That basically, yeah, kind of sums up the this episode in a nutshell is we have this old abandoned asylum uh, that was apparent. We learned throughout the episode there was a riot at the asylum in 1964. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 70 some. Oh, okay. Well, no, no. Cause then, you're right, you're yeah, right. And then kids died... Uh, who snuck into it in 72, which, okay, I will give the the town of Rockford, Illinois, eight years to leave an abandoned asylum up. Uh, however, it's now 2005, and people are still continuing. Our, I should back up. The episode starts with two cops investigating what are just a bunch of teenagers messing around the asylum, mm-hmm. innocent enough. Uh, one of the cops then gets possessed by what we find out later is the chief of medicine at said asylum, uh, or at right. least his spirit, and gets possessed, goes home, just shoots his wife, shoots himself. So we start out in a super dark place. Really dark. Uh, after confronting the other officer who was at the scene, the partner uh, in uh, of the one, one who shot himself, we then learn a little bit about the asylum. Sammy does some real crappy recon work by going to the... So bad. ...the son of the chief of medicine at mm-hmm. the asylum, and... Instead of, you know, and he's like it's going there for a psychiatric appointment or a yeah. ther- as a therapist. I have to say, that part bothered me because that's not how therapy works, especially if you're if you're someone who's never been there before. Like, the doctor's just like, so, how you been? Yeah. How's things? Like, he's being very conversational. I was like, 
you, if you've never met this guy, that's not how therapy works. No. And then Sam's just like, yeah, 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 I'm good, 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 good. Um, so tell me about the asylum that your dad was murdered at. Oh, and he chose a weird uh, cover. Like, I'm a local history buff. Tell me about this very famous riot slash murder that happened in the small Midwestern town. Yeah, there's, like, a, there's a funny I, moment at the beginning, too. Like, the first line is like, oh, I forgot. The one cop says to the other, you're not local. You don't know the legend. It's like, oh, my, who wrote that fucking line of dialogue? And who needs a legend when they get called to an abandoned asylum to be like, oh, I, why should I be scared of this place? I don't know. Maybe Cause just because it's, it's an abandoned, abandoned asylum. asylum. Just be afraid of it. I don't just care don't if there's a in. riot. So we get uh, in the midst of hunting then for what's going on, a couple more teenagers, uh, which is where we'll get to our my lesson for the for this episode later on. Uh, I've, I didn't bother looking it up before recording, but the actor who plays the boyfriend in this is the same actor uh, from, he's in the movie Fired Up, it's the only ever, thing I've ever seen him in, he's one of the two male leads in that movie. Uh, and he takes his girlfriend on a date to the asylum. Which I said aloud, that's a terrible date. And then you agree with me, Nate, yeah, that's a terrible date. And then he chimed in, oh, that's an okay date. It's an okay date. Uh, how long you know this person? You know, what if they're into it? Yeah, it could be a fun. That's a very creative, I'll be honest, it's a creative date. I was raised with uh, being boring dates, bowling, golf, mini golfing. Those are boring dates. Hey, go to asylum. Hey, go to yeah, the haunted that's, asylum. That's pretty, that's pretty exciting. I could see uh, going to like, you know, a haunted house. But that kid was like not at all interested in getting laid, obviously, no. because like she didn't want to be there. And he was like, OK, well, I'm going to leave you here by myself. Here's and the thing, yeah, go make out with a ghost. ghost. Here's the thing. Uh, I agree that it's a bad date if they don't agree, both agree on it. But if they both agree, like they're both into it. Sure. Great. But date. he obviously tricked her because he says yeah. she's like, I thought we were going to the movies. He's like, it's even better. We're going to be in the movies. It's so lame. So we get this this episode has a ton of pop culture references so many several shining references mm-hmm. multiple um, we get my favorite one is at the beginning i had to write it down where he says uh who's the most attractive uh what do you say psychic uh, who's the most attractive psychic patricia arquette uh jennifer love hewitt or you is what mm-hmm. he yeah. says the uh, dean says to sammy and <laughs> so I just, dated. all of a sudden i was like was very dated like the the jennifer love hewitt one you could be like okay that's like all right, but then when he, but Patricia Arquette, and I was like, From oh, medium. medium. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's such an old reference. It is. Yeah, so many, it happens. But I did like that the, the girl, so it's the couple that gets trapped in the asylum with Dean and Sammy, and she's no damsel in stress. Like, she's like, she takes the gun, and yeah. she's like, we're breaking up, dude. And, yeah. yeah, and then rocks out, like she's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Yeah. Um. So eventually we find the secret chamber after Sammy gets possessed by the doctor spirit and shoots Dean. Shoots Dean with rock salt, says a whole bunch of things about I was tired of taking orders. Which, you know, good on these spirits for doing a little research once they get inside the the host bodies of being like, oh, you have some resentful feelings towards your brother. Let me capitalize on that. That happens several times in this show. Seems like he means well. (laughs) Yeah, the... This doctor was just trying to experiment on patients is what was going on. Uh, he seemed creepy. He's trying to help. Uh, and he see. says, don't be afraid. I'm trying to help you. It's like, he's, he's trying. Yeah, I, 
I have, yeah. I do have an issue when we finally do find the remains of the doctor who is stuffed underneath a sink in yeah. a cabinet. Uh-huh. Did he uh, die there? Did he? Was well, he like he died? Was, the prisoners when they oh, rioted, right. not prisoners. So the, he just the stayed in there and died. Patients. I think they probably just stuffed him in there. Yeah. Oh, they right. killed him and stuffed they, him in there. I don't. I think they yeah. stuffed him in there and let him starve. But it's been forty-one years, and it was still like an intact with skin. Yeah, it was gross. Like he needed to be kind of body, and I'm like forty-one years. Like that's your bones. You're, you're leaky. You're also like leaky. You're not at as the in good shape he as was in he a was. Somewhat in. hermetically sealed room. But that's a long time, and it's I mean, not like there's no air conditioning. So in the summer, it's gotta like it had to have got stanky in there. Oh yeah, probably st- it, st- you know, yeah, probably hot. Like, probably you're bloated midwestern summers. Bloated, bloated yeah. dead body. There are some Could've funny moments in this too, though. Didn't you think? Like, there were some funny moments, like uh, all of Dean's impressions, and then when they when they give the talk to the kids, like it's kind of our job. She goes, "So, like, Dean's your boss." That's kind of a funny, yeah, no, moment. No. yeah, no. I appreciate that. I think it it seems like Supernatural got f- funnier as it went on. I also bit. like there are some Further. things that bothered me. Yeah, it definitely gets funnier as it, it goes way, on. Way there are things that bothered me in this episode, including. Like, whenever people on TV, and I get it, it's TV, but they're like, two beers? And it's like, okay, so just like dealer's choice, I'll give you whatever fucking exactly. beers. <laughs> That's well, 2005, there were only three beers available. So. <laughs> well, yeah, when Craft it says, beer like, hadn't been invented two? yet. Well, and also, I guess they couldn't say, like, a brand, right? Like, they're not, they can't just drop a brand. No, I get it, but it but I guess they could me. they could have just made up a brand name. Um, and then the room, the haunted room, is one three seven, which like that has to be a shining reference too, because totally. the shining room is two three seven, right? Two thirty seven. Actually, and actually, many times throughout uh, Supernatural, thirty seven comes up in one way or another. Whether it's one three seven, two three seven, like they're always going to a room that ends or is just room thirty seven, uh, and it's something that like I started noticing quite a bit in the show. I know it's because it. it's my lucky number. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you because I knew that was like your lucky number and I was going to ask if that's if because of the show is that why it's no, it's your actually, lucky number. It's actually because of Cool Hand Luke. It's okay. cool, cool Hand Luke's number. Oh, right. His right. prisoner number. Right, right, right. Um, and then also, I really liked because I, I have some experience in set decorating and, and set design for television and so I really enjoyed the Asylum episode uh, thinking of like the interns who are set decorators being like, okay, we need a lot of filthy curtains. Just so many <laughs> filthy curtains. We're going to spend all of our money this week. And abandoned gurneys. Yeah. <laughs> gurneys and just like uh, like in the directors looking around going, you know what? I, I, do, I do think we need more curtains. Yeah. I do think we need more curtains. Can we get more curtains? Well, and I guess just from like a, a city management point of view in this episode, again, you shut the hospital down because there was a patient riot. But then you just shut it down. And they, they shut it down as is. Like, no one went and got Nobody supplies. Nobody cleaned anything out, yeah. No one cleaned shit. It is just as was. They got all the people out Bandit. and left it. And nope. that's the thing. They left a dead body in a cupboard. Well, they said that police looked and couldn't find it. But I think, and I'm not 100% on this, so, you know, internet help me out. But I'm pretty sure that the asylum that they filmed this episode at is a real abandoned asylum that's in, Creepy. like, possibly right. the Portland area. Creepy. Uh, they filmed a lot of scary asylum shit in this actual, like, abandoned asylum. So um, that's going to bring me to then my question, which is how we feel about the bad guy in this episode. Is the bad guy just the spirit doctor? Because I, I feel like we have an opportunity here. We're going to have a lot of spirits down the road as our bad guy uh, or demons as our bad guy. So we have an opportunity here. To, I would say the bad guy in this episode is the asylum itself. Mm-hmm. 
And and to me, that's the most scary thing. I would say the bad guy is stupidity. Yeah. Yeah, don't go in. Don't go in. Don't go in. Bad, bad guy is be, do, be a better boyfriend on a date. Well, and even if you're going to go in, if you're going to go into the asylum as, like, little teenagers drinking or on a date or whatever, uh, obviously someone went into this south wing, which was chained up and locked. Yeah, so that's what gets me. The is cops that, say that someone brought bolt cutters. Yeah. And that's what kills me about this is they had the sense of mind to chain up the south wing. But don't bother taking anything out. Don't They're move like, any of those Don't curtains. move anything else. Yeah. Leave the curtains where they are, goddammit. Leave the curtains. Don't touch but them. But we're going to change They're the covered in blood. Hey, They're uh, covered quick, in blood. Hey, Frank, do you smell a dead... Nah, no, I don't... No, but yeah, I do smell a dead body. We're going to ignore it. We're going to ignore it. We're going to ignore it. No, should I swear we, there's a dead body. Dead. Frank, we're going to ignore it. Should we it. just wheel some of these gurneys out of here? We, we, could, we could use them at the, at, the, at the other yeah, hospital. At the real hospital, at the one that's working. No, fuck you. We're leaving. No, no, no. We're abandoning this. Because it wasn't haunted what yet. What do you not understand about the word abandoned? <laughs> we're abandoning We're abandoning it. it. But then f- to be 41 years later and you haven't torn it down... I, like, I genuinely want to call the people of Rockford, Illinois, and say, look, I understand it's a television show that came out 12 years ago, like but gonna, please tell me why. <laughs> you're going to go to the to the city council meeting and, like, be like, I need you guys to tear down this asylum. Yeah. Hasn't there been enough just, <laughs> just, yeah, put in a gas station. Um, and I think my lesson learned for this episode is, like, Dean even says it. He says to the to Kat, the young woman, he's like, hey, you seen some horror movies? Guess what? Next time you know you hear some places haunted, don't go in. And it's coming from like a place of uh, experience. Yeah, he's just like, dude, we, we this is our job, but we don't like it. We don't want to save <laughs> you, pesky kids. Yeah. So this this episode reminds me of an episode that we're coming later, and I think that we're gonna have to tie in because he says you have to face it. He says about the you have to look at it. You have to face the ghost. You have to face it. Face it. Face the ghost. And I'm like, ghost facer. She's a ghost facer. <laughs> That's coming later. It's yeah. coming later. Oh, nice. Well, and we're also going to get later on uh, tons of episodes where we have other amateur ghost hunters or we and have... And putting themselves in danger yeah. and not understanding how ghosts work. Yeah. yeah, so we always have civilians getting in the way. Okay, so we have to talk about our drinking game rules, even though it's going to be Ugh, like... Do we have to. On we do. Line. Okay, so Dean loves pie. Didn't happen. Until the next episode in the first 12 seconds. Yep. Uh, Sam does research inexplicably dean does all the research yep. in these two episodes it's nuts um dean never ogled a woman someone on the show is drinking happened three times uh and one of them was coffee and we just went with it doing something yeah. illegal happened only three times yeah nobody ever said what the hell nope and uh, i looked for it too i was really confused him with this one too because dean says sammy we counted it there were nine times where he called him sam and we just decided to count it there was only one time where he called him sammy so we were being real generous with the rules here we were playing real fast and loose yeah. and none of them happened and that's gonna happen it's I a risky feel like yeah we we pull you know we're gonna pull in two rules per episode that's kind of how it happens sometimes but obviously i mean i don't know like we'll have these to play were solid all these, rules these again. were solid rules in other episodes i don't so. know i mean maybe that's the test i mean we know that that's doing illegal test. stuff happens happens a lot in other episodes it just didn't happen um so what did you guys think of, of what we were drinking what did you think nate of the asylum asylum was very good uh really easy going triple um it's not really gonna punch you in the mouth but it was really good and I felt like it punched me in the mouth. You feel like it punched you in the mouth? It was too strong for me. Did you taste it, Heath? The Asylum beer, the triple? 
I did not. No, I haven't. I haven't had beer in a long time. I just stayed away from it. Okay. I prefer the, the 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 hard spirits. What did you think of the peppermint? I actually liked it. I hated it. I actually liked it because it kind of like I don't I don't like bad breath. I try to stay away from it, and also like alcohol it can give you bad breath. So it was kind of like helping me out. Mm. It was saying like I don't like it. I just took a sip and I don't like uh, it. I actually liked it. I didn't mind it. All right, so I say this episode's a must-watch too. Like yeah. this is this is classic it's Supernatural. Yeah. It's creepy, and I think it does a really good job of building tension. And like, there's a lot of moments that actually scared me. Well, and we get a great cliffhanger at the end as well when uh, one of them answers the phone. I think it's Dean and answers it's the phone. No, it's Sam. It's, it's Sammy. actually Sam. Yeah, and it answers the phone, and it's Dad's it's on dead. the phone, dead. which is why you know we are creeping closer and closer to getting John in this show. We're creeping closer and closer to getting Bobby and the folks at the the bar into the show. So I think this is definitely a must-watch. It's a good. Asylum, you know, if you ever watch the Wrong Turn movies, it's a it's pretty fun, pretty fun episode. Yeah, yeah it. I I think you got to watch it because it's just it's great. Yeah, it's a fun, it's classic. Ba, 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 ba. Any any closing thoughts? Any parting parting thoughts? Anything we didn't get to? My lesson learned for the second episode was just don't take dates to asylums. Yeah, just don't do it. Don't fucks with ghosts. Just don't also, do actually, it. just don't go into asylums. If it's an abandoned asylum, just stay away. Yeah, it's abandoned for a reason. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the city's too afraid to tear it down. So don't go in. Yeah. Uh, all right. So thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us on Gank That Drank. On our next episode, we're watching Scarecrow and Faith. Scarecrow is one of my favorites, and so I'm really excited about that. Um, it's it's going to be a good one. And we're going to be playing on along with all new drinking game rules. Uh, so be sure to join us then. Do you have a suggestion for a drinking game for drinking game rules? A suggested cocktail? Did you play along and want to let us know how it went? Comment on the blog at mostexcellentpod.com or join and comment on our Most Excellent Facebook group. Yes. And please, we need your cocktail suggestions. Yes. I'm we're in I'm desperate need. failing. Um, as always you can find out more on mostexcellentpod.com and if you're in the Phoenix area uh, you can find Chrissy, Nate, and Heath Mm -hmm. at National Comedy Theater which is nctphoenix.com that's N for National C for comedy real quick you just did oh sorry T for theater (laughs) I didn't know you were done I'm sorry I ruined that and phoenix all spelled out dot com am I ruining it no go ahead real quick no am I still ruining it (laughs) you're improving it I blew it no you're great I'm the worst what's up um, Asylum, the beer. What was the mint one, the reference? Oh, well, it was supposed to be the salt and fire. It was supposed to be pretzel vodka and peppermint. Oh, that's right. We it was supposed to be that. pretzel and peppermint uh, or pretzel and cinnamon, and I couldn't find it, and I panicked, and I felt like I had to buy something because I was in that aisle, and the guy was like, yeah. thought I was dumb. Oh. Yeah, that's great. I get I give in to sales pressure really easily. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Okay, but we'll have a better one next time. I promise. I'm gonna I'm gonna find that pretzel vodka and like take it into the Bevmo and be like, look at this! It exists. It exists. This belongs Witness in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to blow your outro for no, that. Um, thanks for listening, and remember your gank that drank lessons learned. If your house is haunted, move. And if your asylum is haunted, don't go in it. And tear it down, <laughs> city. Go better date. Go bowling. Better date. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you next time. And then because we still don't have our own outro yet, please remember while you're out there, 
saving people, hunting things, you know, the family business. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Oh, my God. I, I, I didn't know that was a, a thing. And you guys both looked at me with, like, the pee ready on your lips. And you're looking at me like, hey, pa- pa- party on. Let's do it. <laughs> you go. It was all. Yeah, oh, God. That was, a, that was a big pause. Brilliant. Sorry.